This is Health Dose, a conversational podcast focused on issues surrounding your health. I'm Jerry O'Donnell. Today, we're going to delve into the topic of heart rhythm disorders with Episami Isan, MD, an electrophysiologist at MidMichigan Health. Dr. Isan specializes in ablation techniques, treatment of arterial fibrillation, the implantation of cardiac defibrillator devices, and cardiac resynchronization therapy. So, doctor, what is a heart rhythm disorder? These are irregularities in the regular rhythm of the human heart could come from various areas in the heart, meaning the chambers of the heart, including the atrium, the ventricle, or even outside of the heart. A great analogy is the heart has its own intrinsic beat and rhythm. So it's usually regular, and most people are not aware of what their heartbeats are. So when you become aware of your heartbeat or become aware that it's irregular or it's being either fast or slow, that will fit into what you'll call a heart rhythm disorder. It's kind of a complicated muscular pump. Is it like one of the chambers is misfiring or they're not firing in order? Actually, yes. You're correct when you say it's a muscular pump. And what it is, is one of the chambers or one of the, the, the major rhythm determinants of the heart is basically being overdriven by something else. It could be in the atrium, it could be in the ventricle, it could be a continuous rhythm or intermittent. So, uh, an example is one of the rhythms that we treat the most in electrophysiology, atrial fibrillation. A good proportion of the elderly population in the United States has atrial fibrillation. What is this? This is basically when the upper chamber of the heart quivers electrically and uh, goes into what we call fibrillation. It's an irregular erratic heartbeat that comes from the upper chamber of the heart. And I like to give uh, the analogy of a number of metal bands all playing heavy rock music at the same time. So you have the Rolling Stones in one end and you have Nevada in the other and then you add in the Beach Boys and then uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and then you have what is just chaos. Mm -hmm. So what we do in electrophysiology is trying to take that chaos and synthesize it into where you have like a symphony where you have the music going in rhythm and at tone and at pitch and it's nice to listen to. If I have an arrhythmia, does it mean I have heart disease? Uh, You have uh, an electrical heart disease, yes, but that may or may not be included with structural heart disease. So when I say structural heart disease, it means something is wrong with the pump Mm -hmm. that you just alluded to. Majority of people have an electrical heart rhythm issue and may or may not have structural heart disease as well. Is there a chance I could have an arrhythmia and it would be benign? Absolutely. A good example of those are PVCs. PVCs are short for premature ventricular contractions. Most of these are idiopathic, meaning we don't know why they occur. And for most people, they may have a particular level of PVCs. And uh, usually we say if there are 10% or less than 10% of their total heartbeats, that is benign. And if there's no associated structural heart disease, then it's something that we just treat medically and, and watch. Now, a lot of people also may have atrial fibrillation that is subclinical. They're not even aware of it. So it could, it could be silent. You, you, you might have an arrhythmia and not even be aware of it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Atrial fibrillation, on the other hand, though, is more serious, as it were, 
than uh, subclinical PVCs because the risk with atrial fibrillation is you could develop blood clots in the upper chamber of the heart that could lead to strokes, lead to life-threatening limb blood disturbances. Mm -hmm. And so the recommendation is if you have atrial fibrillation and you you have upwards of a particular risk, then you need to be on blood thinners to decrease the risk of throwing blood clots to cause bad events. Are there symptoms that are common to a heart arrhythmia that I might be aware of? Absolutely. Symptoms vary depending on the age of the individual. So in younger people, they have usually what we call supraventricular tachycardias, which are fast rhythms that come from the upper chamber of the heart that are very regular, and they start suddenly and stop suddenly. So those kind of people will feel rapid heartbeats, palpitations. They'll feel flushed when this happens. They'll feel their heart just suddenly take off racing. And then all of a sudden, it just stops. It's like someone turned a light switch on and off. These are relatively easy to treat. The very simple ablation that uh, targets the area where these rhythms come from basically short circuits this arrhythmia. However, when people start getting older into their seventh and eighth decade of life, I say older just by, you know, to classify the age. I'm not calling anyone old <laughs> by any stretch of the imagination. But as they get older, you they may lose the ability for the heart to race. So a rhythm like atrial fibrillation that usually is associated with a rapid heartbeat may be associated with a slow heartbeat in these individuals. And because of that, they're unaware of that arrhythmia. So those people may have what we call a cryptogenic stroke, meaning they have atrial fibrillation, then they're unaware of the symptoms and just living their daily lives and all of a sudden have a stroke mm. because they go in and out of this rhythm, develop blood clots, and then have a stroke. Well, the stroke occurred suddenly, the buildup to it may Absolutely. have taken time. may have taken time. What do you do to treat heart rhythm disorders? It depends mainly on what rhythm it is. But usually the broad theme of therapy here will be medical therapy when appropriate, which will include using medications that will slow down the heart or antiarrhythmic medications that will try to keep the heart in rhythm. In other arrhythmias, like in the supraventricular tachycardia type of arrhythmias, those ones are best treated with an ablation. What is that? And an ablation is when you go into the heart and you reproduce the symptomatic rhythms and you target them with radio frequency ablation, which is basically cautery energy applied to the area of the heart, generating these arrhythmias to denature that area and cure it. In some other instances, you could use uh, freeze energy, and those are called cryoablations, which are similar in effectiveness for these rhythms. In terms of atrial fibrillation, ablative therapy is also very effective in treating this. And what we do with atrial fibrillation is we go into the heart and we cauterize the areas where the triggers, which are the sparks for atrial fibrillation, come from. Those usually are the pulmonary veins, which are blood vessels that bring blood from the lungs with oxygen to the left side of the heart for distribution to the rest of the heart. And so what we do with our catheter is we go into the heart and we circle around the pulmonary veins so that those triggers can no longer spread into the heart and spark atrial fibrillation. Outside of medication or something invasive like ablation, Mm -hmm. are there things that I can do to prevent arrhythmia? Absolutely. There are modifiable risk factors with atrial fibrillation. A major, major risk factor is high blood pressure. Anything that 
anyone can do to reduce their blood pressure will help in preventing such arrhythmias. So an active lifestyle, exercise, or I, re- I recommend walking 15 minutes every day to my patients. Low salt diet, I tell most of my patients not to add any salt to their food. Some people, by habit, most of us just automatically just pick up the salt shaker and just start salting the food, even without tasting it. That is a huge no-no for most people with atrial fibrillation. There are some factors with atrial fibrillation that are not modifiable. Truth of this kind of a cardiac disease is that as you get older, it's more prevalent. So once we figure out the elixir of life, mm-hmm. uh, maybe we can eliminate atrial fibrillation. I'm being facetious. Uh, age is a huge non-modifiable risk factor. The beauty of medicine is that as we get older, we're developing more ways to treat cardiac disorders. And the good thing for us is that we have therapies directed towards this. That's Dr. Episani Isan. To learn more about MidMichigan Health's comprehensive heart and vascular program, go to midmichigan.org heart. By the way, Dr. Isan wanted me to stress the importance of avoiding smoking and limiting the use of caffeine and alcohol as that can contribute to heart rhythm disorders. In fact, be on the lookout for that very subject in a future episode of Health Dose. If you have health concerns, as always, see your health care provider. And if you need help finding a health care provider, I suggest you go to midmichigan.org doctors. I'm Jerry O'Donnell. We'll check back with you soon for another edition of Health Dose.